Welcome to the More Sugar Podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Callender. Um, Today, I have a very special guest with me. I'm very excited. My first guest, and I would like to welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Jax Callender. Ah, I got my boy with me, and um, I decided to interview my son. We was having a conversation in the car. Well, we wasn't having a conversation in the car. I was making a video about the preview for this episode, talking about purpose. And he had some things to say, so I thought I would get him on the mic real fast, um, break him in. Um, the, fir- the, the, the first time the subject of purpose that came to me was he, uh, Jackson and I went to church on Sunday. And I had been thinking about purpose prior to that, but the preacher preached about, of course, it was just Palm Sunday, and she preached about the donkey, Jesus using the donkey to ride into Jerusalem. And it came to me that the donkey's purpose and that God knew his purpose. Jesus knew his purpose at some point was to die for our sins, and he still committed to that. And so my question was, how come we can't commit to our purpose? No one is asking us to die for anything. Uh, why can't we commit to our purpose? And some people are committed to a purpose, and some people don't even know their purpose. So my question was, how do you know your purpose in, in this life? And so I would wanted to ask my son, son, what do you think? Now, keep in mind, he's six, so... Son, what do you think your purpose is here on on earth in this life? Well, my purpose is that God gave me to you as a child, and I was in your belly to be born as a baby in life, and I'm growing up to be um, um, a young man, and, um, and I'm getting trained to be um, a bigger man, and... Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was Jack's calendar. I had to, um, excuse me, I had to cut his cut his mic a little short because he likes he's like me in the way he likes to talk about himself. <laughs> my my wife says that about me that um, I, I like to talk, and I just wanted to cut his mic a little short because he 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 basically said what I wanted him to say and. He strayed a little bit into something that we're not ready to reveal yet uh, as a family. So um, I kind of cut his mic short, but he's going to be happy to hear his voice um, nonetheless. And I just put him on there to to give you an idea of the mind of a six-year-old, not the average six-year-old, and what he sees every day and how my responsibility as a parent is to make sure that he sees positive images and that he feels love and uplifting and um, his foundation is strong. And I think if a person 
want to even begin to kind of figure out where they're going or what their purpose is in life, your footing has to be strong. It's hard to reach for something on a wobbly ladder. So if that foundation isn't strong, it's kind of hard to reach. And I think either most people, their foundation isn't solid enough for them to recognize their purpose or they don't trust their foundation. And sometimes the distrust of your foundation come from what you see around you and not what you feel inside of you. A lot of times uh, I, I forget the lessons that my grandmother instilled in me and I forget my foundation is strong and my ladder feels a little wobbly beneath me, but I have to go to places like church or uh, get quiet to to, re- to to remember uh, what was what was instilled in me, so I can revert back to staying on track to what my purpose is in life. And for for some years, I was I was really confused because. I always thought purpose had to be this grand, this grandiose. I thought purpose was this grandiose idea of, um, I wouldn't say, of, of, of yeah, I'm going to say that I had this grandiose idea that it was like changing the world and making these broad strokes with my paintbrush over life. And, if I didn't, wasn't seen properly, then my purpose wasn't being fulfilled. But it wasn't until I heard the story of Jesus riding the donkey into Jerusalem and the way my pastor broke it down and the way every pastor seems to break it down. And it's like, even the donkey can be used in the sense I what I get from that story is that your role don't have to be big to be major. <laughs> See, I talk slow uh, because I, I want to enunciate my words. I'm, I get a little tongue-tied. And I also talk slow because there's a gem here and there that sometimes gets dropped. And I want to make sure that everyone is is is, is getting... Everything that that I'm trying to, every point, every little gem that I'm that I'm trying to convey, and so when I realized, when I started to begin to realize that my purpose wasn't to to make these broad strokes of my paintbrush of life, it it, it became difficult because it's it's so easy to be seen, especially with this age of social media. It's easier to be it's it's easy to be seen. But it's not easy to be to be felt. And um when I realized that everybody is doing everything they can to be seen, but people don't want to be felt because when you're felt, therein lies your authenticity. And people get 
to know the real you. And when I mean felt, I mean like your energy. Like people should feel you before they see you. People should feel you before they see you. And that's along the lines of your energy entering a room or just leaving your presence in the room when you leave the room. And so I realized that my purpose was to be authentic so that others can see there's joy in that, that there's humility in that, that there's freedom in that. And if if you can encourage people to be themselves, then you've already changed the world because everyone has a different being and if you're being if we don't have five our nieces then we have every tom dick harry doing what tom dick and harry is supposed to do and not five people doing the same thing and then everyone is living in their authentic self and their purpose shines through and the world changes because of that the world becomes a better place if everyone is being their authentic selves i've read somewhere that um there's a war for our souls and not only did i read it in these times that we're living in with reading the news and 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 watching the news and all the wars and even with 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 covid and the world is changing so much i guess it it became harder for people to be their authentic selves there was the the whole debate where um I remember right when COVID first started, everyone said, oh my God, there's, there's the, the a vaccine coming in. Every, mostly everyone I knew said that they didn't want to get a vaccine. And then all of a sudden there became these, the same people I watched. I, I watched y'all say that you guys weren't getting a vaccine. You were the same people that got the vaccine. Like, first in line. And I'm not talking about people that, that had to get it for work. I mean, people that I've seen you literally switch your your ideas, ideals. Now, if you have an ideal, I can see if, if, you know, I'm not judging anyone if you had to take a vaccine to support your family. I, I understand that. But I'm judging someone who said they weren't going to do something and, and then just switched. Like, at what point? Are you true to yourself? And because so many people switched and so many people stood in their authenticity, it created this vax, anti-vax era. We're kind of coming out of it, but it, it, it was really bad at one time where you were shunned for being unvaccinated or called something else for being vaccinated. And I think that that is because everything was so publicly done. And with social media, it 
I don't know why we had to. Uh, I don't know why we had to make it a big display. Again, I think it was done to separate people and to shake people's foundation. It shake that ladder from underneath them, so they 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 didn't remember. Their, after two years in the mass, how can you remember your authentic self? It takes discipline. It takes prayer. It takes a village to have gotten through um, these last two years and still be walk in your own shoes, especially if you lost someone. Because there was a time when I lost my brother. Um, Due to complications of COVID, and there was a, t- a time when I actually didn't know who I was, and it, it is not in the sense of uh, like uh, waking up and I don't know who I am. It's the sense of like whose life am I living that this happened to me? Something shook my foundation, and it made me question everything, especially my purpose, because I always thought that in my dreams and living my dreams with my family and and accomplishing everything that I wanted to accomplish, the picture in my mind included my full family. So when such an integral piece of that picture was taken away, it shook my foundation. Like, God, maybe what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling my life should be is not what is to be. So it makes life makes you question things, but it's your faith and your foundation that 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 keeps you 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 focused. And it's so hard to do with social media because everyone is watching everyone and not feeling everyone so we're I found myself sometimes when I'm bored just picking up like I'm not perfect so when I say everyone um, sometimes I'm very much so included because we need social media to run businesses um we need social media to put out content for things like podcasts and and to to sell things so I'm not saying social media is all bad. I'm just saying we have to be careful how we use it or how we let it use us because it will definitely drive us away from our purpose. And and we have to, to guard our hearts and we have to, to guard our minds and, and be on the lookout because some of us, once you do find your purpose, there's entities out there that don't want you to fulfill that purpose. You know, the darker side, I always say, if you believe in God, then you have to believe in the darker side of things, whether you want to call it Satan or the devil or whatever. If you can't believe in light and not think that there's some darkness somewhere trying to counteract that, at all times. So if you are set on a path to 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 
to do something, there's always going to be the dark, the darkness that tries to overcome and and knock you off the ladder altogether. See, there's a difference between you yourself and your mind not believing you can do it and forgetting your foundation and the foundation shakes as opposed to being totally under attack because the shaking doesn't bother you, right? So sometimes you step on the ladder and you're still reaching no matter how much shakes or you're still climbing the mountain no matter how many rocks fall from beneath your feet, right? So when the darker powers realize that, wait a minute, these little distractions aren't stopping them, then I got to either reach out and physically shake them. And that's where we got to hold on tighter to the light, to spirituality, to our, our authentic selves. We have to get anchored into something that keeps us to to the core of, of who we are. Now, I, I know someone probably thought that me coming on here that my purpose would be this. Uh, yeah, my, my my the book and my purpose was the book, and then the book Sugar My Grits. I was being my authentic self. That was the most raw. I know how to be. That's why I'm still having conversations from the book, because. It, it took so much out of me to, I poured so much of me. I am the book. I bled um, on those pages. So that is authentically me. And so my purpose is physically somewhere. It's, it's out there. And in that was the legacy that my wife and I created for our son, which is his publishing company. And he carries himself like a boss, like a businessman, because he understands that he's here for something greater than him. And I don't know if I would have been able to explain something like that to um, the average six-year-old, but I, I never knew what they said when, when, when they said, you know your child. And you know your child at an early age. And that's what was always scary for for me, watching him as a baby. Just just like I know he's special. People, whether I want to admit it or not, people know when there's things wrong with their kids, whether they want to see it or not. And either way, knowing that he's brilliant, knowing that he's special, Knowing that he's not mine, that that it's just my wife and I job to 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 mold him, to make him this amazing person. That's the scariest thing ever. Um, to to do that and to 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 walk in authenticity and have him watch me and and answer the hard questions that he had for me honestly from family to sexuality to school to love 
he has so many questions and um the only way that those can be answered is if I'm my authentic self and I keep authentic people around. I remember when we went to church, um, we have a, a family Bible and he asked me to, he was so proud and he said, mommy, I want to carry um, the Bible to the car. And um, before I could, of course I was going to let him, but before I could, could get my answer out, he said, um, I've seen you and auntie use the Bible before. That's the one that I want to carry, the one that I've seen your auntie use. And there was a time when me and um, AK were doing the Have Your Own Orgasm podcast. And before we turned the mic on, if we hadn't seen each other in a long time, we would just talk and it always led to some scriptures of her encouraging me because she knew that I would end up here. And so it just was amazing to have someone to bounce things off of. And anyways, there were times late nights when we were here just talking before we turned the mic on and us flipping through the Bible and him up past his bedtime uh, watching us. Even now, he's excited, like, Mommy, I want to get on the, I want to get on the podcast, so. I think that I'm going to have him on again and just have him speak freely from his heart as long as he's not telling our our family business that we're not ready to reveal yet that God is still working on. Then he sounded, when I played it back, he sounded, I just smiled inside because and I, I was just thankful to God and to my wife for for pouring into him and for her for giving up so much of her life to be a mom to him. And I had no idea what he was going to say, but when I looked at him and he was, you know, patiently waiting for me to introduce him. And it was just an amazing feeling that I can't really, I can't really explain. And that's, and that's all he's so sure of his purpose because I was so sure well, I wasn't. I'm not going to say that. Not because I was so sure of mine, but because I was willing to be authentic. No matter what, I always, it's the hardest thing, no matter what, is to stay authentic and to stay true. And um, I'm not going to talk too much because there's not too much you can say when someone's still trying to figure it out what their purpose is. You can't beat something into somebody's head. And I'm not a uh, a soothsay. I can't go around pointing my <laughs> my Harry Potter wand saying, this is your purpose, and this is your purpose, and that is your purpose. I can't do that. It's something that we have to look, we all have to look inward and, and feel and, and, and be guided in spirit that we know. Why, we, why are we here? That's me tapping my feet. When you think, when I think, I tap my feet. Why are we here? And and what are we contributing to this world to make it a better place? And it might sound so vain of me to say my job is to just be myself, but it is. My job is to be, I wouldn't say be myself. My job is to be authentic because Mondays, 
one Monday self might night might not look like Thursday self. But as long as I'm walking in my authenticity and I'm honest about it, then someone else will be. And then someone else will be. And then someone else will be. And and that's how we change the world. If everyone just stood up in their authenticity, we would find out what God put us here to do. And we would get to it. And get off of um, this social media, just showing stuff, seeing each other and not feeling each other. And um, I think that we all would get along better. And I don't mean like get along, uh, like not argue. I mean get along as humanity. We would get along in this in this this world because it's it's not getting any easier. And it, if you knew somebody behind their social media handle. I think it would make our journey a lot lighter. And um, that's just all I want to say is, is I always try to, I'm just, I'm still so blown away by by, by my son and, and, and the works that God's doing in our life. And uh, it's, it, I'm just so happy. And uh, it, By any means, it hasn't been easy, but it's always been amazing. And and I cannot take anything away from God and how amazing he's been. And I just want to say, um, find your purpose. And you can paint the world, but it doesn't always have to be with the big, broad brush. Good night, y'all.